Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. Today we're yakking about Demon Slayer, and we're doing this by arc, so that it's easier to cover. The first arc is called the Final Selection arc, even though that doesn't take place until the ass end of the arc. But uh, the first episode had me at hello. The very first scene you see is Tanjiro and his sister, you know, and Tanjiro is terrified. This got me right away. I was hooked. I was like, what's going on? And also, this animation looks beautiful. Like, the snow looks beautiful. Him trudging through the snow. It, it felt tragic. And I was ready. I was there. I wanted to know how this happened, how this started. And I'm assuming that's what they wanted. They got me hook, line, and sinker with exactly what they wanted. And the episode starts proper with Tanjiro going to sell his charcoal in the city. Or the town. It's not really a city. We see cities later. And they're, like, beautiful, brightly lit. This whole show looks like a woodblock painting. It's beautiful. Especially their attacks. Oh my goodness. Um, the beauty of the show definitely kept me in, engaged. That doesn't work with every show. You can't just put Sakuga in front of me and go, uh, uh, because that doesn't work every time. Because that, to me, if you show me just show just has good animation and like Sakuga out the ass without a good story, it's hollow to me. I want to see the whole shebang. There's so many anime out there that I could be watching. Why should I be watching this one? Um, and this one snagged me right at the right out of the gate. We see Tanjiro heading to town. And the only um, supernatural thing about Tanjiro is he has a really good nose. Like he's half wolfhound or something. Like he could just sniff out shit really well. He solves people's problems in the town by sniffing things. And <laughs> which is weird. Like um, the fact that he can sniff things out to solve problems is great until the problem is Tanjiro... Who left this shit on a bag on my doorstep? And then Tanjiro had to get real deep into the shit. Literally. He, I don't think he wants to do that. Sometimes super smell is a curse more than it is a, a power. On his way back home, he gets stopped by a man who's like, Hey, stay at my house because at nighttime the demons come out and they ain't no joke. And Tanjiro's like, okay, boomer. But stays at his house anyway. The next morning he goes home like, oh man, thinking about demons. Oh, that shit is hilarious. He goes home and oh my god, demons are real. And his sister is now one of them. His family has been slaughtered. Already you get your Dungeons and Dragons style origin story. And I compare this show to Dungeons and Dragons a lot just because of how it they have the found family dynamics. And it seems like they each have a different class when they join up with the group. Each, each member joins up with the class. First of all, your character's family gets wiped out. Boom, you got a motivation. You have nowhere to go because you're, all of your family is dead except for your sister. You now have a goal. Your sister's a fucking monster. What do you do? Kill your sister who you love, the last member of your family? Or try to save her? Tandro, our very good boy protagonist, which already is another thing that, that's another box of mine that gets ticked off. Good boy main character. I'm fed up and tired with the standard, I'm a loner main characters. Hate it. I'm done with that. I'm, I'm done with the loner main character. I'm done with the aggressively mean main character. Give me a good person. So Tanjiro just has decided, I'm going to help my sister. I'm going to turn her back. And also, my sister doesn't really want to hurt me. The fight scenes in this show are incredible. Like this, And also, very well thought out. Tanjiro interacts with a demon slayer that's Johnny Young Bosch. And in, a, in an older anime, his character, Johnny Young Bosch, like water uh, character, would be the main character of this show in, a, in an older time. And I'm glad he's not because he's boring. He's super powerful, but he's lame and I don't want to watch him. But he's a great assistant to the good boy. Who, at first, he doesn't believe that his sister is okay. She's a demon, but she's good. But he eventually figures it out that, okay, he may have something here. I'm going to send him to my old master to get trained up and be a demon slayer. Because 
he's wound up in the business now. Having this sister that's a demon, demons usually become demons if the big boss of demons, who looks like a sexy Michael Jackson, was the one to change him. And I'm not the first one to call him Michael Jackson. I think I'm just the first one to call him a sexy Michael Jackson. I think it's the eyes. So Tanjiro goes and trains with Johnny Young Bosch's master. I call him Johnny Young Bosch because that's the voice actor that voices him. I still don't know the name of this guy. He doesn't show up enough for me to get his name. And they don't call for him. Like, you know, I've had a few concussions. I forget names very easily. So when you say Inuyasha Kagome, Inuyasha Kagome, boom, I know those characters are now Inuyasha and Kagome because they're constantly being, their names are constantly being shouted out. Same thing with Mikey from Tokyo Revengers. I'm like, Mikey. First of all, his name is Mikey. The fact that his name is Mikey and like, and the rest of his friends have like Japanese names <laughs> sticks with me. So it's like, bam, that's Mikey. I'm not sure what the other water fighter's name is, but it's going to come to me. And second, in season two, I'm sure we'll get more of that character. The trainer, at first, I thought he was cruel. Just the shit that he was putting Tanjiro through. And then when you see the final selection, you're like, oh, he wasn't cruel. He actually cares about him. After the training, he seemed a lot less cruel and a lot more like he was trying to scare him away with how hard the training was because everybody he's trained, except for, you know, Johnny Young Bosch, ends up going into the final selection and getting eaten by this demon that he caught. Every time I, I'm just sending you into the fucking grinder, so I'm, I'm not going to get too attached and be too sweet, except, oh my god, I'm incredibly attached. He gets attached by the end of the training. Tanjiro ends up in the final selection, which is what it sounds like. The final selection to and join the Demon Slayer Corps, which is a whole group of badasses that work in secret to kill demons. You don't ever have to interact with one of these dudes or know who they are unless you interact, unless you come into contact with demons. And even then, it's kind of like the Men in Black, right? Like, it's a secret organization. A big thing of mine is, okay, this sounds like a job. When and where do they get paid? We'll get into that later, but you'll see what I mean if you're watching along with me while I do this. Which is, hey, that's pretty cool. If you don't know how long this arc is, I'll start naming, I'll start giving you how many episodes an arc is. So when you start listening to this, you know when to start and stop if you haven't watched Demon Slayer before. And I'll say it now. This is the first five episodes of Demon Slayer. Which, like I said, the training for me gets, for me, the training sections are a bit too long and drawn out. But the final selection brought me back in. I really liked everything that they were doing there. And at the at, after Tanjiro kills the demon that killed his friends, they're able to rest in peace. And then we find out something cool about Tanjiro. Tanjiro has empathy. And he is empathetic towards these demons that he kills. And usually right before they die, they tell Tanjiro their entire life story. Or it, they have flashbacks to their memories. And Tanjiro feels awful for them. And it's like, look, I'm just putting you out of your misery. I gotta do it. Tanjiro's empathy for demons, because his sister is a demon, really gives this show a heart. And I really like that about it. Tanjiro kills the demon, ends up on the other side of the final selection, and gets to pick the ore his sword's made out of. This is fucking cool. You get lots of like little world building things, like your ore determines your sword. Your, the color of your sword is dependent on you. We get like a fucking Bakugo character who's just like, give me my fucking sword already. And you're just like, oh fuck, here we go with this guy. Already he set a bad precedent. I don't like him. I, this guy with the mohawk can go get fucked. Uh, <laughs> he's rude. And he grabbed one of the girls that look like Sia split in two by the hair. And what the fuck? They don't seem to really mind. But at the same time, like they're important. 
you want to go up in this in this organization, you're going to have to treat people who are important a little bit better. Besides getting a core for your sword, you get a bird that shows up to you and tells you thing and talks to you straight up. Like Tanjiro's bird is like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. It gives him his missions. We're going to name the bird Charlie from now on because that's just easier for me <laughs> instead of calling it the bird all the time. I'm sure the bird has a name, but uh, in the last episode of this arc, we see the sword that Tanjiro gets, and his sword is not as cool, honestly. They were, it's black. It's a black sword, which is incredibly rare, but the guy who makes the sword was hoping it was going to be a badass red sword. No, it's black. What does that mean? I don't know. It's rare, though. We'll see what happens. It does exactly what everybody else's sword can do at the end of the day, so does it really matter? No, I guess, like, it's just aesthetics, right? It's just the colors in your RGB keyboard. It's, that's about it. It doesn't really affect your gaming, per se. So that's Demon Slayer. That's the first five episodes of Demon Slayer. Um, the thing that got me watching this show bef that in the first place was seeing, like, the pig man and lots of art and memes of him. And I was like, I love this pig man. I have to see this show to get to the pig man. And I had to wait a long time for him. And the amount of time I had to wait for him was really hurting my enjoyment of the show. Because the whole time I was like, yes, pig guy. Pig guy, pig guy, pig guy. And it's like, oh, we got to get through this first. We also meet Zenitsu, who is the tired kid who was surprised he made it out alive, a final selection. I'm also surprised he made it out alive, a final selection. And you'll find out why in the second arc. I think it's a, he, he becomes more prevalent in the second arc, the first mission arc. It's only two episodes, so, you know. Oh, another thing I think I missed is that Tanjiro puts his demon sister in a box and is going to carry her in there. And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to fucking carry that weight. Yeah, so the next the next arc is going to only be two episodes. An arc after that is going to be three episodes. So I think I'm going to do the first mission arc and the Askusa arc together. So you're going to get two arcs next time. But in combination, they're five episodes. But yes, thank you so much for hanging out. I hope you join me next time for more Demon Slayer.